Gotta eat a bowl of cereal. I'll be right there. <laughs> the urgency. Like, guys, get get over yourselves for a second. I have to eat a bowl of, bowl of cereal. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 85. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two nimble narrators who put all their important info on well-hidden text files, mm. Dave Grimma. That's me. And Dick Colonna. That is me. Me. That is me. Hey, 85, that's a special number, right? That's oh. the year you guys are born. Oh my god. It's the 2085. Oh, 85, buddy. Yeah, Look dude, at us. You, you and me. You're, you're uh, you know, you are. High five through the thing. Uh, the microphone. Oh, you want to slap the mic? I'm sure the listener will love that. No, don't do right that. <laughs> <laughs> well, something else maybe you shouldn't do is talk about Icy, the game we're going to talk about or play you it. Sh- I don't know. You should Spoilers. maybe talk about it. You know. <laughs> well, well, we're going to talk about it because that will be the main topic. But before the main topic, we check in with the old, um, I don't know what's going to be. Grumpy Goose or Goosey the, What's that stealth goose that everyone's talking about? Untitled Goose Game. Oh my God. Is he? Yes, is he's, he? He's he's not stealthy. Uh, I'm not going to speak you, about it. He's not. It's not maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes you want to be stealthy because yeah. you got to like take some guy's hat off when he's not paying attention. Yeah, huge. You know, huge he does. Dinosaur Machine spoiler. We're going to talk about this game as an episode. So I don't know. Do we want to talk about it? All right. Well, we'll we'll hold like, off on the goose talk we, till next season. Could. I don't know. No. Like, no, 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 we're not going to talk. All right. That's fine too. I love it. I wanted to tell you guys something stupid I was thinking about the other day. Tell us, please. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't Settle know in. if you guys remember, at least, do you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time? I do. I remember Absolutely. it pretty right. well. Yeah. My, actually my favorite, I think. There's actually at least one scene where Leonardo and Donatello, quote unquote, high foot. I vaguely remember. I remember okay, so that I it's th- a possibility in that one for sure. Okay, and I was thinking about the fact that they high foot, and I was like, "Wouldn't what? it be high <laughs> five still?" Yeah, right. Because like, because it's not high hand. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but they don't have five. But they don't have things. five toes. Right. So who knows? Like so they're trying to make it as relatable as possible. I'm sure, but that's. It's, it's, I, I feel like even off. if even if like you see two kids smack feet, they're gonna say high foot. It's high foot. It sounds it sounds right, right? Because yeah. it's blah, high in the F sound. Do you think that they're just but like they're capitalizing on the fact that it is something people could do? Maybe I'm just. But it's, my point it's is the like, only way that, they feel like humans. But my point is, it's not high hand. It's low five. <laughs> so it shouldn't really. be it's, high foot. It's, but they kick high in the air to do it. Oh, so then it's a high five again. It's a high five. You're right. It's completely... <laughs> all right, calm. No, because it, it's like a thing with the foot clan. No, I think it's a ref. Ninja <laughs> Turtles 3 writers. Let's read it. <laughs> Who wrote this movie? Also wrote Corey for Feldman Seinfeld. Corey wrote this movie? No. Stop it. No, it's Turtles in Time. Turtles? Wait. No, it's, no this turtle, they go through time. But oh, it's the samurai you one. know what? I'm just I'm realizing that you're talking about the movie, not the game, oh. Turtles in Turtles Time. Turtles in Time. I'm talking about the one where the they movies. go to Japan. Written by yeah. Stuart Gillard. Stuart Gillard. Raphael Son. Raphael Son. Yes. Probably <laughs> racist if we watch it now. Uh, just like a lot of cultural appropriation. Yes, I mean, that is for sure. Oh, Stuart Gillard's mm, on Twitter. Sure. Okay. Tweet. Tweet him. Uh, oh, he's got 10,000 <laughs> followers. I don't want to upset him. Be like, can you explain the high foot ref? <laughs> He's talking about it's Charmed, not... this dude. He works on Charmed now. Is that show still, still going? There's no. a new one. I think they rebooted. Yeah, they rebooted There's it. There's a new now one. I remember that. Is it with dudes now? Like, because Ghostbusters <laughs> is girl, so they like. That'd be kind of good. That's what. We... See, that's the problem. We don't have enough shows with just dudes. You know, it's all these shows about girls. They need to take the queer staff and make fiction with them. Those... <laughs> they need to take. They need a show where five dudes. Make over another dude, and they're all like, <laughs> you "Hey, that you just didn't, grow a the beard." The new one's amazing. Uh, my, Molly is obsessed. Oh my god, with that. it's so good. I watch Apparently. it. I watch with Annie. Well, what also I watch with Annie <laughs> is Dan. Segway. Hey, How are you, Dan? So masterful. You're so, you're so good at that. Oh my god, Dave. I feel the seams are just going <laughs> away every single time. Um, what have I played? What shall I speak about today? This is my time. Are you still working your way through Dark Souls Two and hating? Oh it? my God, I am. Yeah, but I took oh, I take breaks on that now. That's that's a slow. You take break. You take breaks from hating yourself. I take breaks. You I could do. take a. I mean, shouldn't you the long break? Talk to us about that that game I saw you streaming yesterday. Destiny Two, 
Shadow Keep. Yeah. I was going to hold Whatever off. Oh, right. Is that I out? I don't know how you're feeling about I'm it. I'm liking it. I'm liking that they just said, all right, listen, start fresh right now. Let's go. Just play the star game. Star fresh. Don't get your level. Sorry. Don't worry about it. They literally make all your gear, unequipped or equipped, the previous max light level, which puts you right at the start of the new content. Mm. And huh. I think that's very smart. All, even if yeah. it's in the vault. Like, even if it's from year one, Destiny 2. Like, it's it's now... You can now use it if you want it. Oh, year one Destiny two. Yes. Okay. I was like, yes, sorry. The Galahorn. Um, like, use it. So that's good. I'm excited about. It's just and the, it feels cool to play on the moon. The story feels well written so far. There are these. It's, it's good. Is there I the love, wizard. I love on that. The moon? Like we've just like if Destiny fans have just decided it's Galahorn because I'm pretty sure the right name would be you like Yallerhorn. Yeah, yeah like, I, th- I think but, the, but nobody calls it that. Yeah, it's like it, get out of here as a Gallerhorn. It's not like yeah, yeah like you know how you say Mjolnir, you have to like barely use consonants. I think Gallerhorn you have to like <laughs> Yallerhorn like hit that or like Dave said like softer G, harder G. But like yeah. you know, they're like it's I Gallerhorn. Love, I love this this <laughs> syllable talk we're doing here. Hey, look, listen, all y- I'm saying Yallerhorn. Is, I think we should play Destiny 2. All right, Mark. I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily disagreeing. With I know you. I'm not going to push it with you because I know you're on a path, and I want to see let you see that to where it has to go. I liked talking about Destiny Two when we all were not going to play it. What? It's just so. When was like I a, out of Destiny? Like I've never really well, been. You're you've never Dan's, been. Dan's fanboy Destiny. I'm I'm you super fanboy, but I think mm-hmm. I think it's I mean the problem right now is that it's. We got Borderlands and Destiny 2, which we're going to play Borderlands. We, see, that's the thing. And you were like, oh, you guys are going to give up on Borderlands. I think Listen, we're going to lose interest in Borderlands because we don't have enough time to play it like we used to. I'm in on Borderlands. I know. And I am too. So what if we play it till 2022? <laughs> it's true. Whatever. But All right. So we'll figure that out. All I'm saying, listener, is Destiny 2, if you were thinking about hopping back in, they make it real easy. It's real. It looks pretty. It looks pretty rad. Yeah, they they added finishing moves to your melee. I, that's that's what did it for me. It's option. Hey, you love that. Like, I was very surprised. Finishing. Yeah, each is like a stone cold. Stunner? It's basically an yeah, aggressive sure. emote. Like you don't cool. have to use it. It doesn't do any more damage. But the enemy that but it makes you feel more awesome. Yeah, like that's important. You can still get it hit. Is. You can still get hit while it happens. It's not like you know. It doesn't. You're not invulnerable yeah. while it happens. But if there's that last enemy and you're like, time, it's time to end this. You just do a little kickflip stab. I think it's a good touch. Is it by en- Is it? Is it by class or is it like yeah. based on enemy type too? Like, oh no! Would I was... it look different? Would it look different if you did it to a knight as opposed to a thrall? I that's what I'm I was wondering thinking. how it's gonna look on bigger enemies, but. It is it's by like, class, not by okay. enemy type. And uh, I guess, and I guess it can't be any, anything. Like I don't think you could finish in <laughs> melee ogre? a, not well, yeah, an ogre or what are those things with the? I was trying to explain this on your chat, but I don't know if you were getting it. I was saying like because the shriekers like like they close when you get close to them, and then they're immune to all damage, right? Yes, but like. Wouldn't they just opt to live and just stay close? Yeah, I, I saw that joke. That's funny. <laughs> that's like, a good. That's a good <laughs> Destiny joke. It wasn't appreciated the first time, but he got you on the second. I, I heard it both times. I think my chat oh. needs to get on his level. Mm-hmm. Come on, chat. <laughs> but that's that's yeah. Dave's right. They should opt to turtle. I think I think uh, I think uh, I think a uh, mark. I don't know. I, I mean, think... all all its friends will be dead, but you know he'll still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> all his friends are bred. Sorry. Uh-oh. Well, do you know what else is bread <laughs> is your humor tonight, Mark? Do you want to? Oh. oh, sorry. Do you want to? Do you want to? I'm gonna try to work that as a thing. Yeah. Oh, burn. Oh. Roast it. No, oh, come on. It. No, bird was good because you can burn yeah. toast. <laughs> don't butter uh, him up. No, don't. Oh, <laughs> you're getting crusty. No. Oh God. Uh, this oh, is getting stale. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Um, speaking of stale, uh, two updates for me. Um, I played a couple hours of Metro Exodus. So you said Metroid for a second, and I was about to be like, dude, get back from like Me- season four. Metro- Metroid Prime. No, Metroid Exodus. Okay. Metro. I can't even say Metroid, Metroid Exodus. Exodus. Go on. And <laughs> I was just kind of in the mood for like a shooter. I was like, okay. shooter. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play that. And it just it did not, it was not hitting the right spot. It looked very like, slow. It looked very. Yeah, and I, 
I, I played, I didn't play 2033, but I, I platinumed Last Light. Like, I, I liked that series. Like, I, it is very atmospheric. I, I like the story a lot. Um, but that is the thing. I forgot how, like, slow and steady. Like, it's one of those shooters that almost encourages you to, like, never shoot ever. And that's really like, weird. The, yeah. And it's not like you can't. And, like, you're, when you're fighting monsters and stuff, like, you got to shoot them. But a lot of it is kind of like built around stealth and there's like a lot of things where like oh, okay. how you approach situations will then affect things in the world and how groups treat you. So it's like always better to not kill things, which is fine. Yeah. That, but that it was like not what I was in the too, mood for, you know, where you don't want to run up and kill every enemy. So I can appreciate that kind of like, it's you're not, not a, this not, murder not monster. <laughs> can I ask you a question? I in suppose. a game where, it's all. It's more about stealth, but the, but then like you actually get into combat with the bosses. Do you think mm. like your um that they have to make the bosses easier fights since they haven't tutorialized you on fighting? Mm, not necessarily. I actually think like it's like that makes me think of like um, Deus Ex Human Revolution. I remember like to I got that platinum and you had to do like a no kill run. Mm-hmm. and you would shoot like things with like trank darts and things like that but you had to like stealth and be slow there but then when you get to these combat scenarios like with the bosses it's like all right you gotta kill this boss mm-hmm. and and but like yeah, it's but almost harder to like stealth everything it's like you feel even more prepared with I, all your I guess what I'm stuff. yeah or is your aim is good because you've been tranking people I'm trying yeah, to say like, it's if, like you still use if that. the game is built around like avoid combat and now suddenly you have to combat is that like too hard for n- for not for a non-hardcore gamer, I think that's just bad design. It's bad game design, and it design. would be hard yeah. regardless. Yeah, I mean, I always hate that with boss battles too. It's like here's the gameplay, except over here, and now it's different just totally because it needs different. to be different. <laughs> totally different. But yeah, these skill sets that, that you've been working on completely useless. They don't make any no. sense in the context of this new battle that we're just throwing in front of you right here. Quick time, no, oh, um, no, no I, like I. I, th- I don't think Metro Exodus is a bad game, but it just was not for what I was looking for at that particular... And it was actually another thing that annoyed me, too. It's like, so the setting is in Russia, uh-huh. and everyone's speaking English, but, like, with really heavy Russian accents. Mm-hmm. And I never minded it until playing through, like, a little bit of this one. I was just like, I'd just rather hear them in Russian yeah. and then have it, you know, yeah, subtitled. Sekiro, I forget if Sekiro has Japanese subtitles with English over uh, voiceovers, um, but... I wouldn't want that. I want to. No, hear. I want Japanese subtitles. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'd be very hard. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you said. No, I, I, I guess what I was trying you, to say you is you said Japanese, Japanese subtitles with English voiceovers. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> that is. Well, I mean, they would be necessary if you were playing in Japan. You flip the flop. Well, but you understand, Japanese uh, no vo- no subtitles with Japanese whatever. I'm done. English voiceovers. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Well, one thing, another thing I was done with was I played through Trover uh, Saves the Universe, which is, um, it was a VR game made by, sorry, what's the guy, Justin Rowland, who makes Rick and Morty? Justin Rowland, yeah, he's... Yeah, and I, uh, me and Dan actually were talking before, like, I don't watch a lot of TV, like, without my wife, so, and I feel like Rick and Morty is always one of those things I probably would like, but I don't watch TV. It's, it's... (sighs) It's a it's very a good show, life of, but you gotta the be life the of mood. a married man. What was that there? The life, like, of, life of a married man. It's like I yeah. only watch the shows that my wife also wants to watch. Yeah, and because I I feel like if I'm gonna sit and if I had time to like sit and just watch something I want, I'm gonna rather play a game. You're gonna play than watch video something because yeah. you're also a gamer. That's a mm-hmm. part of it. On top of that, that's right. It's yep. like but this like, is why I've never seen Stranger Things because Jen doesn't want to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, I, 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 part, I watched the first season. Yeah. I, I was gonna say that part of the what show am I gonna watch equation when you are with someone that's like if you want to play a video game, you, almost no show will talk you out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like yeah, basically, yeah. it's just totally. But like yeah, so the game is so weird. It's so bizarre. Trover, mm-hmm. he's got four eyes. It's really strange. Yeah, it's like it, the whole game. It's like he the whole game glasses? was like. Well, let me let me get let me actually. Oh, I, I glazed over that. He has two eye sockets. <laughs> With, and he with puts little balls pa- that have two eyes in each of them. Yeah, they're oh. they're called power they're called power babies. Oh. And the whole the whole story is round around. There's this monster guy, and he steals your dogs, and he power puts babies. the dogs in his eyes, 
And what? that somehow makes him more powerful, and you're the Cherorpian, I think it's the, the race. And this you're is like, the kind of show oh. that if you don't um, it's so, it's like an acid trip. anything, you <laughs> can just play this game and be totally taken away. But I gotta say, like, it is a very select kind of humor. Like, it's all, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, if, if you watch Rick and Morty, you get it. But yeah. it's like, it's almost like a parody of a parody. That's Rick and Morty. Like, they, it's like, sure. yeah. yeah, it's like almost like every line that's delivered is completely improv and on the spot. And it's like, he's, you're not taking it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, um, like, there's these enemies you're like fighting. The way it controls, it's kind of like an Astro uh, bot where, like, you're stationary. And you're controlling Trover, and then he'll get to certain spots, and then when you get there, you can kind of reorient yourself to that spot, and like you can go up and down. And it's just like there were just lines, like it was. There was several times where I just legitimately started laughing. Like I remember this one time, like you're just fighting these enemies, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna kill you, kill!" And then you kill one of them. He's like, "Oh, that was my lover." You killed my lover. I loved him so much. And like, that's just like, the, that's the delivery. Like the way it. he says it is, is. It's just literally nothing is meant to be taken yeah. seriously at all. Mm-hmm. Really crass. It's really a lot of bad language. It's but... the voice <laughs> of them as well. Like, I know that, I don't know the other guy's name, but Justin Roiland's it's... voice is very like almost completely always drunk, but not really. And yeah, it's hard to it's describe. It's kind of amazing to listen <laughs> to. Like kind of like almost slur. Like he kind of talks a little bit like this. Like he's not going to really like make it through, but then he does. Oh, uh, you know, then, it's kind of this. Oh, just, just listen to me. Uh, you know, with your microphones and he, your, he, like this little, it's like, what are you, what are you talking yeah, about? It's, it's, it's kind of <laughs> like rambling and, they're very it's, rambling it's, it's just rambling really and, mm-hmm. but you want to but hear yet it somehow it's funny <laughs> it doesn't make sense but that's why rick and i think that's pretty much one of the main reasons rick and morty because the delivery like you said mark is just so yeah. on, on point so yeah. i would definitely if you're looking for a lol and playing a vr game i would recommend it, it <laughs> not, was very, not to it be was, confused with a lol which is boring not and a lull. uninteresting is, there were legitimate lols so i was like haha that's funny that's good <laughs> Um, but what was very super serious, mm-hmm. main topic, I see mm. all capitals. You gotta yell it. I don't think it stands for anything. But I it's see. before and after, followed by underscores. I before C except oh, after. Oh, true. Why? Um, Why? I before E anyway. except after C. Don't, main don't topic. Do topic. That. Don't do that. I that, get nope. so. I when sounding I'm like a neighbor in a way. Upset with the whole thing because it. I, I feel <laughs> like upset with that. It's, it's yeah, triggered. I'm like there are so there are so many words that don't follow that rule. It's and true. And it's like why even bother teaching you that? Mm-hmm. Well, words are spelled differently. Just learn how they're spelled. Don't teach me a rule that only apl- that applies like sixty percent of the time. Yeah, sixty percent <laughs> of the time. So well, that's a good thing because this game. Like, Sounds like an ancient <laughs> rule, right? Yeah. Ancient doesn't follow that. It's true. Okay, all right, we're we're falling. That's we're really falling. weird. No, I I okay. I, we're, I pushed the the wrong boulder, remember, and it's going down remember, the hill. <laughs> That's all. I see. It's a two D side scrolling action game and a meta game in disguise. As you follow the narrator's omnipresent. Wait, that's in the description. I hate this. As you follow oh. the narrator's omnipresent voice, you will see through Icy's eyes and learn the truth about her world. The narrator will constantly urge you in one direction, but if you must Wait, ask what? why, why am I following his direction, directions? Everyone Ow. liked this game because idiots and sorry. <laughs> and um, it was released on November 17th, 2016. Developed by Phantom Blade, published by XD Network. Um, popular user defined tags for this product are uh, Action, uh, Hack and Slash, Anime, and there is one here. That I'm not going to tell you guys. Um, Once again, you must guess. Big sword. <laughs> uh, weeb. <laughs> going with weeb. Weeb. I thought you said. Okay, no, close. Female protagonist, because we uh. still have to make sure you know. Wait, it's indie though. Uh, what? It's a real indie game. Uh, isn't it? no, it's not. Um, it's not here he anyway. Named, he named he named both a publisher and a. I did. Developer. I blacked out developer. temporarily. Wow, that's but good to know. Well, Dave, side I, note, I hate well, that that described just to say that description totally ruins it does the game. It completely. <laughs> I'm glad I'm reading it now because it, well, Dave, before Mark and I start, uh, I don't like what I said. I think I just kind of read like from a card. Once I don't again, like it either. The secret's I out. see is a fun hack and slash game 
that's in which you side scroll and do some platforming you get some more advanced techniques the further you play and you you try and get through the levels but then ooh twist meta game Mm-hmm. And we'll get into it. And what we mean oh, by that is, oh, we're gonna spoil. Well, we're gonna spoil icy, but Very not gonna lie, spoilers. the Steam description spoils icy. Pretty so, much. So <laughs> we tried, but I should have read this in advance and maybe not have done that. Yeah, um, I think the, I think the bulk of this conversation is gonna be the, that meta that, thing yeah. and what it's trying to do. But before yeah. that, let's just kind of. Dave mentions the combat, kind of enjoyable combat. So, mm-hmm. in essence, side scrolling, hack and scla- slash, kind of like a. I was thinking like a poor man's devil may cry almost. Yeah, so, I, w- I would say that is as well. Yeah. So, Dave, you said fun. Fun? I thought it was pretty fun. Like, um, I really. I thought the, the combat was just the right level of difficult. You know? <gasps> I would ask. I played it on the harder. No. Yeah, because yeah. the way it frames it in the beginning, it's not like, do you want to play on normal difficulty or hard difficulty? It says, what do you think is more important, story or what was it, gameplay? Yeah. No, so it, the fr- it, like no, that, it says, it? do you it like a challenge or do you like it yeah. not a challenge? Like a, I could swear it says something about story. No, it asks you whether or not you wanted a challenge. Or maybe it's a way I remember a phrase. Yeah. Something like that. Hmm. Like, I hated that because I was like, well, what does that mean? It's like, very open-ended. Super I mean, hard? <laughs> I took it as hard versus not. Me as well. But that so being you said, bo- you, I had no... You both picked the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hard, bro- hard bros. <laughs> yeah, hard bros. <laughs> I am not hard bro. Uh, well, Dave... Make sense. So, like, you thought, like, right level hard. Mm-hmm. So you're upgrading your, your moves, you get money. I will tell you that I felt yeah. like the damn... Airborne laser guys <laughs> were a bit harsh. They were. Like, they will. Nice. They'll just like juggle. If you don't dodge, you get juggled by them. And yeah. I was like, there really needs to be like some of that like, you know how games like damage any boost. move that's gonna, yeah, damage. But you know like when you get like invisible invincibility after like a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like damage, the, this game would have. Is that what that's called? Damage mm-hmm. boost. It's a weird way to phrase it, but I think phrase that's it? called damage. Is that boost. what they call it when like no, when Mario yeah, when, when you're hurt. invincible after getting hit. Yeah, but you're not getting boosted. No, but it's called damage, damage. boost because you're boosted by damage. I don't... I'll take Dan's word for it. I, I didn't know what the term was. I knew there was He's a He's a liar. Um, but Dan, do you agree with that? You thought good level challenge? Good level of challenge, annoying bad. enemies more than anything. Um, mm. You know, I'll say that, that like, once I... Like, to the, Dave's... The, the dodge timing was... Yeah, had the, to be very specific. Yeah, there was mm. no... Room There's for error. little room for leeway in in getting that that counter. Yeah, it's just mm. it's mm. just too much with that. But the it was the enemies being annoying more so yeah. than that. Like that floaty laser beam thing. They were my priority. Yeah, same if thing. As soon as they room, showed up, I was like they yeah. have to die. Didn't matter if I was fighting a huge boss. I was like, oh, yes. this laser beam thing. I gotta. I can't. Yeah, because they're gonna kill you. Yeah, and they're gonna hit me from wherever they are. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm actually looking at the side the gallery of the game on steam and they show up in like the fourth image and i'm like i hate you i hate <laughs> you so much but yeah the challenge well, is there it's just there were enemies that were just annoying mm. more than anything i mean honestly it's got like in terms of slash combat like melee combat what i can't think of a game that we've played for the podcast that has more fun melee combat yeah hmm. oh I have to well think. mark how do you feel about what dave just said as, and I played on easy, yeah. or I guess it was easy. I thought it was pretty challenging. I guess it was not that good. I thought, like, in a, if I was going to put it in a positive way, I thought the combat was, like, serviceable. Um, mm. I, I definitely think, like, I liked the combos. I thought it was quick. I thought it was responsive. I always felt like it was easy to string together moves. Mm. Um, if I was going to give a negative spin on it, I would just say it was a little shallow. Like, you can't upgrade how much damage your attacks do, but you don't really get necessarily new combos and things like that there are no like sub weapons yeah but there's a lot of different combos there you can are pull off. so many combos that actually but i feel yeah. but it goes into the line of you know if the idea is to get a high combo i never thought i was put in a situation where i was forced to kind of really go outside of my comfort zone as opposed yeah, to kind of hitting things up work on things like down. The, the same moveset that he got comfortable with he's like it's, well, it's easy to do that though 
Because you have yeah. to learn no. the combos. Like you have to go into the screen where it shows them, and then well, sit there on that and point, like it. to bring in something like like a Devil May Cry, which I played the new one not too long ago. Like that game's combat was very interesting because you were kind of punished if you did that. Like you were forced into scenarios mm. where if you did kind of try spamming the same things over and over again, they there was. You for it. Yeah, like, you know, there is, like, kind of a stylish ranking, which leads to upgrade points and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. also just, like, the enemy types and what they would do to you. Like, there were certain things that just worked better sure. that you had yeah, to kind of learn. You'd have more guard breaking, and it would live at the end of a combo that well, you have to learn. And, and, and I would expect... I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect that from this type of title, though. Yeah, see, and then that's, like, the other side yeah, of it, like, too. It's, like, like the, the indie level yeah, of like, effort makes me... I'm surprised by how robust my moveset was. Right. See, but then, I don't know. I always kind of go back and forth with that argument because you say a lot of things because it totally makes sense. You know, it's it's not fair to compare this to a Devil May Cry or like a like a Metal Gear Solid Revengeance or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but at the same time, if for a lot of it they fall in the same genres, it's like yes, mm. there's a price difference, but mm. what if you were looking for that kind of combat? Why wouldn't you then go to something that did it better? You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. Like I'm always okay. torn. It's like it's okay that it's not as good because it's smaller. Yeah, it's a it does game. get that. Like it is a smaller game. Uh, it's not Revengeance. It's not Devil May Cry. Um, I can say I see where you're coming from. We want to expect that from. from like this. if that's the sell point, right. why wouldn't you go do something that did that better? Which because they, yeah. because the AAA title is less likely to tell me a story that I'm going to be surprised with because they go to cookie cutter and they're trying to satisfy a too wide of an audience well that's a wide brush you're painting with it's there. accurate i can't remember the last time i was surprised by a triple a game he's, yeah. at all he's that's again one of the reasons the podcast was born i guess because so. dave's disenchanted with triple a games and then we were like <laughs> well, let's play more indie games and here we are wait did you just play three houses no Three Houses is uh, fantastic. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he said surprise. He said surprise. Fantastic. Surprised. I'm not, I don't. There is a twist in Three Houses that was. I, I'll, I will say that. Hmm. That one. That twist <laughs> is surprising. You're right. Okay. I'm You're proud actually of you a for, dog. I, I'm proud, proud of you for finding an exception. <laughs> I will. I'm just saying. The direction, the over art. It was like. There's a difference between there being a twist and this twist being surprising and the overall curve of the story like mm. being something that's more unpredictable. Well, on the idea of so- something that's unpredictable in a twist, since the description of Icy kind of just <sighs> so throws it out there, let, let's, even... let's get to kind of the meta-ness of this game. Yeah. So... It's a game that stop me if I'm describing this in kind of the mm. wrong way. So the the premise of the game is so you're this robot girl, you have no memory. It's like this dystopian mm. world. Uh, the phrase that I kept thinking of was techno religious babble. Probably. It kind of actually reminded me a little bit about Hellblade, and I loved Hellblade. But like when you were listening to all the Hellblade the things, it was like Frostrashnir went by the Harshabardun, and I eventually yeah, got to the point where it just feels I was like, like you're making fun of Norse mythology. A little bit. Well, I have nothing against the word. I will not lie. Dave is talking about the fact that um, Hellblade uses real, real North. North it does, and but <laughs> I, I personally, as much as I loved Hellblade, for those sections where they were talking about, it, it's like I'm kind of getting lost in the weeds a little bit. No, this I thought game, it was that, like that, I was enthralled I, when they were I doing just, that. I just say it, just, just not I was like, me personally. Oh, yeah, I love mythology though. <laughs> oh, tell me more about this. But with this game, I felt like. It was trying to set up this kind of story. There's this Judas guy, and there's the Chosen One. Are they trying to set up Judas? They I had Judas. no idea. They, they set up Judas or, a little bit. Or, 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 but are they really, or are they just trying to tell you, oh, this is your enemy, and then, like... Yeah, it's like, like, if you know that this person's your enemy because they're telling you is your enemy, but they've never really showed his motive, how motivated are you to defeat him? Yeah, it's like... It was like almost I felt like purposely shallow because it's like the whole premise is Icy is a game that you're playing. Mm. And but then there's a story around the game that's kind of the actual the more of the focus. Like it didn't need to be deep about who is Judas. What happens in this world? It doesn't really matter. Think about Mega Man X and how you fight. What's his face? Sigma. 
not Sigma. What is that Vile. first purple dude? Vile in the very beginning, Vile. and he beats you up, and then like you're like, oh, I need to get back at this guy. It, it I'm not strong enough to fight him, and it mm. immediately motivates you to go beat that guy. Right. right. This 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 this, this doesn't do that because <laughs> no. just like by the way, there's this guy Judas at the end. Yeah, right. and, and, and he, that's like the point I think. Yeah, of, and that's it's just a weird. They're they're purposefully not motivating you to beat the game. Right. They want you to know that the game's game is not the game. It's not like how Sonic shows Robotnik doing bad things first. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just right. this is this enemy. His name is Judas. He's bad. You gotta go get him. <laughs> go yeah. get him. Go and get so, him, Icy. That's your just job. And like, and quite frankly, I think <laughs> the biggest issue I kind of have with this game because I thought the combat, more or less, was was fine. Yeah. So it sets up this kind of conflict with the narrator who is narrating your events as you go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's telling you, and, you know, kind of plays with the trope of side scrollers, where it's like, here's the arrows, go towards the arrows. But mm-hmm. you realize very quickly, like, oh, uh, there are other pathways I can take, and so the narrator going... comments on it. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I see ignored the arrow. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it, it's, I was saying this to da- uh, Mark in the car. It's like, there's something about, like, hey, if it was just a flashing arrow, I probably might just follow it. But the fact that there's a voice telling me to follow the arrow just gets on you a little bit that makes you want to rebel even more it does and it's if it if that was on purpose which i'm assuming it was i'm sure i'm it was very i wonder how how important it was like that they find a narrator who's annoying too his voice was so unnervingly annoying i hated the voice and that's what like and i understood that like exactly i think davy laid it out perfectly like you're meant to not want to like this narrator and you're meant to like like annoying him and doing the things that he does not want you to do mm-hmm. but it just felt like i used the word that's where i kind of wrote the word the, the word i came up with was weeb like i just pictured this like you know because there's all the elements it's like sure the interface is like a computer so he's typing in commands and i see is this long-haired thin it, it, cyborg ninja girl the, we assume that the um the typing person is the narrator it's confirmed later. I, oh, I, I guess not because it's probably okay. you, the play. The no, player? I, I think no, it was it's got to be the narrator. One of the developers, like that was like. Well, the, the narrator is the, one of the develop quote unquote in this fake meta world is one is of it. Yeah, yeah, mm. and but so like it sets with it's like you are actively consistently rewarded for going against it, and then so there's these tons of little mm. Easter eggs, little side plots, little rooms that you find, little rooms that give you more money that you can use to upgrade your in, stuff. In some instances, those rooms were on the fly made better by the narrator because you found he's like, it. All right, he's fine, like, I'll I'll finish this room. I was I, trying not to let you go there, but I thought those moments he, were quite clever, personally. Yeah, see, and like I, I kind of you know there were I, just a bunch that I wrote down. So there was one room where you find it's in the theater where it's like you're getting letters or you're finding letters from disgruntled employees that were just kind of complaining about that the narrator. That was an awkward part of the game. Well, you know what's actually funny too, because I thought I was like, is this a game that just kind of turned like you know? Because there were other rooms where you get to see earlier versions of the game. Yeah, allegedly, we don't mm. actually know that. Oh, and he's like, we're gonna give you abilities that you picked up from the enemies. Yeah, like, like yeah. He was talking who would about want that. He was talking about previous iterations <laughs> how, of Icy. And how he was how out okay for years. would that be? Yeah, you know, what's, oh, and I thought it was funny that. too. It's like the games they're showing look better yeah. than I'm playing. <laughs> Did you guys get to not to? I'm sorry, but I guess this is the podcast. Um, no, this is the time about the, all these weird when stuff. We jump, when you jump on the lanterns, did is you that beat what you're it? Say? No, no, I didn't, I, I didn't beat it. I, I got caught in the windmills. I'm you super, beat it, Dan. I super beat the hell out of it. Are you, <laughs> nice. If you die often enough on the windmills part, he 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 takes you out of the game. It's got yeah. If you happened. die enough there, I actually I feel like I found my way back into it after losing. Mm. I forgot uh, how, I didn't, though. I didn't no, try. Maybe. I didn't try and go back. Oh, I redid that section. You can get back in. Yeah, it. I'm like, I'm sure you could just do, redo the section. Yeah, but I, I didn't do that. Yeah, I was, I was hell bent on it. It was like that. Pelcat. It. it was Pelcat all over again. Mm. <laughs> like there was that, and some other things I wrote down. There, were, my personal favorite, of course, was the trophy room, as, ah. as you guys can imagine. There's a room. It's like, oh, did you do all this for a trophy? Just to find this room. Well, here, here's a trophy, and a trophy pops. 
and you're just standing there. It's like, oh, you want another one? All right, here's another one. You get another trophy. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Now, what would you have um, done if you played Icy while you were trying to get to 10,000 and this happens? Oh, my God. That would have well, been I would have so did my homework. I would have <laughs> not have ventured into the woods there. And then going back to, like, the plot, like, then there are other little things like that. So, like, there were two bosses towards the end where you're being demanded. Uh, the, the robot's name is Trinity. It's like, oh, she's defenseless. And it's like, the narrator's telling you to kill her. I didn't kill her. Did you guys kill her? Uh, who, who's that? I don't Trinity. think I fought Trinity. I didn't oh, I didn't kill far. her the first time. Oh, uh, I did the I, second it, Also, <laughs> if you kill her the first time, you got to fight that boss after her. Right, and if you don't kill her, then the boss after her, because he was in love with her, is, like, fine with it. Yeah. But, then again, it's, like, conflicting with the narrator is telling you to do. Yeah. Um, and so, then, like, you get mm-hmm. to, like, the quote-unquote real true ending where mm-hmm. you have to uncode the name of... Oh, uh, yeah, Haster. Yeah, you have so you have to do all the game's trophies, mm-hmm. and then you get the true name of God is what you, the way the game approaches this. And which is apparently an HP Lovecraft. God, is, he, is it because he's like a? Is it because he's like he's got a god complex? The I think, narrator. I don't know who Haster get, is, but I think it's either Haster is a, a reference to an HP Lovecraft. I thing, had a feeling apparently. it was. Of course, it reference, was <laughs> referential. But the thing that bothered me about that is that you can't get there until you do every other thing in the game. Mm-hmm. Then it shows up well, in the menus. Can I ask you a question? Tell him yes. In the, this be- is the time be- to do this. In the very beginning of the game. Mm. It besides if it asks you if, if you wanted a challenge or not or whatever however they phrase it they also tell you if you re- remove the mask yet oh. what does that mean oh. I see and I think that points to the well, story what does that mean I didn't play through 100% of the game I assume Dan no. you said you did what does that mean I played through 99% of the game uh, there is one more ending I didn't get and that only happens after you go through a boss rush of every boss in the game without dying once isn't it referring to kind of just like the the mask because that people the, have right like yeah because it's like the whole the whole caveat is game so it's like icy becoming finally self-aware like, like, and like breaking like through the, the narrator like not like, like the Billy physical mass kind of like the um <laughs> the idea it's you know like we're we're hiding and it's like finding your true self it's like you have to take the, it's yeah. like almost like a matrix like oh realize what the true world is yeah because there's a scene in the game where you change icy's name to you see because now you right. see and i think that's part of the whole narrative they're trying to make with the mask too but I, just I, to dave there's nothing about an actual mask that i found okay. that sticks out to me he was really thinking yeah. about physical masks <laughs> it's fair but so okay so because they asked me if i'm zombie pirate and i'm like yes yes <laughs> yes and like what all those things that the icy and you see and the chosen one like i felt like this game was trying to bring together a lot of these grandiose... Like, it almost kind of reminded me a little of the Talos principle when I put that back in the day. And, like, when you're playing those the things, they're kind of these questions about, like, existence and consciousness and what does it mean. And, like, in the context of that game, I thought it was simple enough and, like, potent enough to what was happening in the world that it made mm. sense and it was interesting. This kind of tried to do the same thing, but between that and the different game types i just felt like it threw a lot of stuff at you yeah. and never ever kind of cohesed in it, a way that was palatable it didn't or interesting. and i think that i'm not trying to give it too much credit here i think that was in the design for it to not congeal because if you look at all the pieces like we were talking about characters being in love these okay. characters they're allowed to be in love but like they don't look like characters that would have feelings they look like robots they look like weird what, like it's like the the boots guy versus and the hands guy they, they they're in love yeah the, no the what was it you said trinity and, and the other one right Mark? uh d- doll the doll the hall and yeah. i think there i think there was a part of the game that mentions that like the assets they had the assets they had a game but they didn't know what to do with it and that was part of it like they were you were just playing mm. this hobbled together story with a game that doesn't quite match the aesthetic of the story yeah, and it like and it's supposed. I think it's supposed to feel hobbled together. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm. But see, but like, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know if I can give it credit in that way because, like, you know, we we still always go back to like uh, the inside versus Virginia argument, where it's like inside is not clear cut and confused, you know, and is confusing, but it gives you enough clues and evidence. It feels like there is things to analyze and interpret and make sense of where Virginia was kind of like, I have no idea what's going on. This is just random for almost random sake. Right. And this game felt much more like I, I never got the, 
I don't want to give it credit notes because it feel like really just, oh, well, what do you think this is? Isn't this interesting? And maybe, honestly, it might be just the narrator, mm. at least from why I was, it just irked me so much. It just, oh, the sure. whole game felt like it was up its own butt. Yeah. Quite and frankly. his voice, uh, as annoying as it was probably by design, I never, and Mark, this is like an olive branch. In the Stanley mm-hmm. Parable, mm-hmm. the narrator's mm-hmm. voice is intriguing, and you kind of want to. Why? Because he's British sounding. He's British sounding. Well, he has I, I, an inflection wanna, when he speaks. I want to get to the Stanley Parable. He, a little he bit, has but. inflections when he speaks. He he sounds like a person you're talking to, and a person mm-hmm. that's talking to you. You know what it is like the Stanley Parable narrator, like he like knows what's going on yeah and you feel that whereas this but, narrator is like i i think i'm superior to you and j- just listen to me yeah um, and i think and, that and is he's, he's your enemy it's not, it's not the same like Stanley yeah. parable is like it's literally like a narrator of the events and you, it's trying to figure out what you're going to do and, mm. and i guess we'll, we'll kind of segue into that kind of yeah. big thing so so you know this game kind of works into the category because of the metagameness, you know, a thing that is kind of put up us where now games are thinking about, or at least some games are thinking about the fact that they are games and how yeah. can they use the tropes and things we're used to, to play around that. Like besides the Stanley parable, obviously like Bioshock with the whole, would you kindly, you know, think about objective based games and how it kind of messes with you in terms of, well, I'm used to doing this and now suddenly you've fallen into a different plot. Mm-hmm. Um, Doki Doki, I think we can bring up oh. simply because, <laughs> you know, the fact that, I mean, Doki. is Doki Doki, is it metagaming oh, there yeah. or is it, or is it just that it pretends to be one type of thing, when it's actually another type of thing? Well, but it like, still that, has that, the awareness that, of you. It is a game that you're playing where you have to delete files and you can, you know, like yeah. it starts things over. It's, so a, it's, like, it, it's a self-aware game. It narratively reaches game. outside of itself to make a connection to the player versus it, telling it, a story. It, it, it breaks a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, you know, kind of like with Undertale, you know, just kind of like, mm. oh, this is your second playthrough of this. Like, and I think even in like, I, I'm actually curious because I think Death Stranding is going to try to do something like that with the gonna, idea of, yeah, Death of right? who we are as people Gamers. playing it because there's going to be like, I, I almost... Think, do you think there's going to be some of that PT-ness in I, there? I think there's going to be something where like we somehow oh, affect I gave myself the chills just, yeah, just thinking about the fact that PT exists on someone's PlayStation somewhere. See, but even like uh. PT, I think as weird and confusing as PT is, like there is... It feels like there's thought and intention behind everything. Behind you? How crazy she's is that? It's so creepy. <laughs> so creepy. She's there when you're not looking, and when you go to look, she's gone. She'll yeah. So like, you know, I think there's very purposeful and things that add That's... to the story as opposed to mm. kind of trying to fill in a story. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's... Like I th- think Icy was a game that thought of this. It almost. And this is probably me just reaching, but it almost feels like a game that, okay, this is a side-scrolling action game and it never really congealed together. And suddenly the story while making it was like, why don't we make a game? That's like the story of the making of the game. Mm. And like, I, I don't think know, that's what about happened. It. I think that's yeah, what, happened. Like, probably what happened. Like they had so, this game, of those lines. they had the game and they were like, and like, I don't know. Let's just, this, we can't make a compelling story. So let's just, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like, like, we have the combat down, but what what else do we have here? And they were right. like, like, why are you even fighting this person? And they're like, you know what? This That should be it. <laughs> yeah, and there's, you know, like, I don't know if we're just kind of reading into it because there's things that literally brought up in the game mm. where it's like, this game took 10 years. Aren't you enjoying it? And I guess so I want to kind of get to this, this kind of big main point, you know, considering it's not really done well. I think we can all agree. Uh, yeah. Going back to the, the mean, idea of games that are gasp. take the <laughs> angle even like you think something like pony island we played all the all the years ago oh man like games that kind of keep in mind that they're games and then play with the idea that you're playing it. do you guys think that is kind of a fruitful you know element of video games today I, like is that an avenue worth exploring i think it's an avenue worth exploring because it's the only medium that can do that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, like a movie could do that a movie would would what it would it would like try and involve the, the watcher like i mean deadpool no matter no matter what you can't give back to the movie 
That's mm-hmm. true. You can't have an effect on the movie like the movie's having an effect on you. Like, you so. can't, like, oh, eject the, the DVD and put it back in, and it knows that you came back to it outside of the DVD menu. Right. Yeah. Like, if you we know. were to try to do that right now, we'd be like, all right, now we'll wait, and then we'll pause, and then nothing actually changed. It's just that you came back. Like, they right. could have paused but, just now for 10 years, and it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, yeah and then think of even, like, with books, you know, like, you're just going to read the pages, and, like, you know, there are some you know, postmodern stuff where, or like, you know, like House of Leaves where it's like the book yeah. is someone reading the book of a different book. And yeah. there's like levels to it. I I thought of House of Leaves. I thought like, I was like, I wonder if Mark's going to bring that up. Well, I think it's weird, but it's like an attempt. At least that's the closest yeah. you think for the book. Yeah, but I, book. I agree. But like, what, what, what do you think, Dan? Is like, is this worth uh, trying to do? I, I, I will say when it comes to breaking the fourth wall, if you don't do it subtly, I'm immediately not interested because then the whole like, game becomes oh you're trying to be I cute. see what you're doing again like everything's How cheeky cute. everything's cheeky at that point especially with the way I see's narrator sounds mm-hmm. and part of the reason I couldn't do Stanley Parable the first time was because of that cheekiness and I just I wasn't in on the joke and I wasn't there for it well why and, don't we uh, and I'll make the decision I will spare you guys the Stanley Parable in a future season but why so like you would put Icy and Stanley Parable in the same bucket in terms of this. I don't understand what this is trying to, or it's not adding anything that's interesting. Um, this mm. is Icy adding anything that's interesting to. Uh. Because like when why I think the Stanley Parable is so interesting is you don't have that kind of adversarial relationship with the narrator where it's playing with the idea of you know okay so there's a narration playing the game and now you're suddenly doing things that it's not expecting so it's trying to craft a story about what you're doing and it doesn't really kind of ever know what's coming and that's interesting because i'm still adversarial to him what the narrator the narrator from oh Stanley yeah Carable. for sure so why all right so he's, you he's kinda... trying to tell me what to do yeah yeah but as you disagree with him or you're doing other things it's not like he yells at you or something he it starts now like things or that he's happen just even the, and, and and there's a difference too right the guy from this game, he tells you what to do before you do it, right? Mm-hmm. But the guy from Stanley Parable starts saying the things that you did, right? Well, there is after the, you do it. There is the right? one, there's always the first moment where the, the the first kind of oh, this is this kind of game is very early in the Stanley Parable. Spoilers for Stanley Parable. You get to a hallway. It's kind of like an office-y, for if you don't know, listener, like an office kind of mundane existence and you go to and there's a narrator talking you hit these two doors and it says stanley uh goes through i think it's like stanley goes left but like goes through the left door right and you're suddenly hit with that question of well wait why am i listening to you yeah like what happens if i go in the right door and like it just gets bonkers with the things happen like it turns into you going up and down stairs and it like the universe breaks away or purposely jumping to your death and yeah, and it's just like all these really, really random things. You never see the story going. And mm. I, I thought it was fun because now you're suddenly trying to find, it's like almost like trying to break the game almost, yeah. but like the, the, how many things does this game compensate for? If I try to do this, what's going to happen? Whereas I see, I felt like I thought at least for Stanley Parable, I thought that was interesting and clever as opposed okay. to, I see that is just building this adversary where you're just you're fighting against the narrator because the narrator yeah. is controlling you I, I i didn't appreciate the narrator's tone in icy when it came to like like he just seemed annoyed at me and it wasn't again it wasn't like making me feel like i was like having fun with him it was mm. more like he's just getting annoyed and then mm. and i'm like this is this isn't fun i don't like poke fun at this guy he just whines it yeah, literally he's whines, he's and I'm good. Like I don't need to hear this dude whine. Like I'm I don't want to hear him. He whines. He whines, and I will give the Stanley Parable narrative, narrative guy, narrator. That's what they're called. Mm. Uh, mm. Credit because he doesn't just tell me. Oh, no, it's narrative guy. You got it right the first time. Yeah, narrative guy. The word speaking man. Yeah, you know, he. It builds the world if it's if it's a good relationship with the narrator in that sense. Mm. So I don't think that world building ever happened in IC. I just hate the guy. I'd say, I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I mean, that's the whole point of the game. I get it, which is even, you know what? Look, good. That, that's the point, then good. They succeeded. The point of the game is you versus the narrator. But the right? thing I won't say to someone is play this game. 
that's my problem now. It's like I'm like you don't get much when you're done. Like it doesn't yeah. really. Mm. Which is that's why I kind of put it down. Yeah, it was like outside of like a few fun fights, I didn't really feel like I was. I didn't feel like I was gonna get any more enjoyment out of the game, even if I like beat the narrator. Mm. Like right. I was like I I kind of see where this is going and I I think I've had enough. Yeah, the, yeah, I was. I was kind of the same way. I was going to say, just like, this is a pretty easy platinum. Like, you could probably get it in like four oh, did hours. Did I get the plat? Oh, I might have gotten the plat. That's <gasps> funny. Wait, you get all the trophies, you get the plat. That is usually how platinums I got, work. I got the plat on Switch. That's why I got the plat. Well, you didn't, you didn't get the platinum. Oh. Sorry. Spoilers. But, um, like, I just, after I beat it through the first time, I was like, eh, eh, I don't care yeah. enough to, yeah. to try to do this. Yeah, and that's really the same for me. Mm. Like, it, it, you know, I made sure to get through it because I felt like I could. And I was mm. like, let me just mm. explore this whole list of trophies. They seem easy enough. I looked up some of them because some of them don't make sense. And that was it. Like, I was like, I'm done. And then I looked up. There's one more ending that I couldn't even find because nobody's really done it. And mm, that's, again, oh. like, after this huge boss rush, you get another scene with the Yellow King, and I'm like, I'm good. I don't even... Yeah, so who's the Yellow King? Do yeah, I care about whatever. you? Yeah. <laughs> well, on that, on that note of whatever, any, anyone want to bring anything up before our final words? Pass. That's my pass. final word. Yeah, pass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, if, you know, there are other good games that do this. So. I mean, I would love to see what they could have done with that combat engine and a uh, story that was more interesting. Yeah. Because like, I thought the combat was all right. I mean, the 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 enemy types were a little mundane, but mm. and not too many of them either. Yeah, but yeah. I but for what they were going for, I like I I think they should be proud of what they did. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It was objectively fun to play when the narrator wasn't part of the game. yeah i kind of feel the same way like i think combat wise my final step but i I would say it's like it was it played fine but and i could totally understand why there were definitely people out there like this game is great this game is so interesting this game is doing really cool stuff i just completely missed the mark for me i just felt like i think the phrase i used earlier was like it's it's up its own butt it's up its own butt and the problem is like like you were kind of alluding to is Stanley Parable does that story better. Yeah, it's been done. And plays plays with you a little bit better. And like they, I think it predates it by a year. So, oh yeah, because this is old. This is like twenty sixteen like game. 16, game and Stanley 17. Parable came out in twenty fifteen mm. or something like that. Like something like that. There's not that much distance between them. Yeah. So it's that's also valid. Like the time it was released. It was kind of, uh, I'll say, the apex of like when those games were starting to come out. I mean, wasn't Undertale mm-hmm. around then too? Like games that just wanted to challenge that fourth wall. Yeah. Really think like yeah, challenge that fourth wall. But I think yeah, but and I we're gonna talk about Delta Rune later in the season. I think Undertale with the fourth wall breaking does again more interesting things than yeah. Oh, this yeah. Did. I mean, yeah, uh, that, that's but, yeah. There's other games that do what this game did better. So boom. I see. Eh, eh, we did. We played it for you. We played it for <laughs> you. But what we're also going to play for you is the Trivial Tastemaker. That's right. Ooh, the Trivial Tastemaker is in love with chicken. Um, I forgot to ask a prerequisite question, but this is easy. And also probably deciding on how this is going to go. Oh, I got to love Dan. This is, Wait, this is real quick before moment. Dan goes into his caveats. Did, Current scoreboard. Did I very standard. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Mark, zero, as usual. Uh, Dave, two, as usual. And Dan, one. This is this is the normal order of things. How <laughs> privy are either of you? It's my tastemaker, listener, so you know it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. How privy are either of you to the new Colonel Sanders dating game? I know nothing about it. And I know it's. I a, know that. It, I, I know, know it exists. I know oh, it exists. Perfect. <laughs> that 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 is the answer that I needed you guys to have. Okay. What I have concocted. I think, fun, I think Funhouse has done a video on it, but I haven't watched it yet. The name so. of today's tastemaker is "I Love You, Colonel Sanders." Finger licking good red herring. What I've done is I've laid okay. out the characters by their title as characters, and I have their names here. And I want okay. you to figure out which one of them is their real name. I'm going to describe to you the character. Oh, okay. I I'm understand going to use that. blank wherever their real name is put. And you're going to tell me of the three choices I give you, which one you think is their real name. Now, okay. real quick before you get into this. Tell me. So 
just to make sure I'm, I'm understanding, the Colonel Sanders game is a dating sim. Let's talk about I Love You, Colonel Sanders. It, isn't it like, yeah. it's, isn't it basically it a is, reskinned version of uh, Dream Daddy? Dream Daddy, <laughs> no. but it's, it's, it's Colonel Sanders? No, it's its own thing. It's its own KFC, actual KFC release. Sure. Okay. Game. <laughs> they made this game ground up. It's theirs. There's an anime intro. But they, it's the same idea where it's like you're trying to date the, the colonel or the colonel's trying, trying to, date, to... I love you, Colonel Sanders. That's the name of the game. Of course. That's the name okay. of the game. And he is a... But are you Colonel Sanders? No. And, you, and everyone's no. in love you're with you. You're a student at the... That's, that's, the, that's the game I want to play. The premise <laughs> of the game is that you're all in culinary school. He's a student, but he looks older. But he's still a student, and he looks like hot too. He looks hot. Yeah, he's <laughs> super I've, hot. I've seen. I've seen I have the to, cover art. I'm gonna as you're getting the first one. I have to see this cover art. I haven't you, seen. I it. mean, do you want to look it up now before I'm we start? It right now. Just no, you, you, you. The wait, Mark. Be careful. You might Google answers. Oh, okay. Wait. Ca- let's wait till after we're done. I'm waiting. I'll Google later. Continue, Dan. All right. Question number one: The best mm. friend. Blank is your best friend. She's adorably awkward and was raised by Master Chef parents. Oh, she. The choices she, are. Yeah. I mean, I'm always pretty obvious with the names. Uh, the choices are Penny, Miriam, or Christy with an I at the end. How are we? Sp- this is random. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's fun. Uh, Penny is a great name of a friend. Okay. I'm going to go with Christy with an I. Neither of you got it correct. It is Miriam. Uh, Miriam. Miriam. What were the odds? <laughs> I thought, one you, know why, you, you want to know why I went with Christy? Because I will tell you. I went with Christy because it was more likely, it was more like crispy, oh. which, I, which I associate uh, with food. Dave, I'm not going <laughs> to say po- anything, but let's you, just say I'm happy you're thinking in this way. I'm also know. thinking this way. Penny, because pennies are... The Bronx? price you pay for... Pay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> KFC sponsor us? Is that what you're trying to say? It's so cheap and delicious. Come uh, at us, KFC. No, yeah. no points have been awarded to anyone. You're both letting me down. Mm. Question number two. Yeah, because that was... <laughs> anyway. The arch rival. Blank is your arch rival. You're convinced she's evil. She has a shallow personality, and that's reflected in her cooking. Mm. Ashley, and I have to be honest with the spelling here, it's... Oh yeah, so her, her, this character's quirk is that her name is spelled weird. Okay. Just letting you know that's the thing. Is it A S H L E I G H? A S H L E I G H. Ashley, Corinne, with C A R I N N E. Not a good name. And Azaria, A Z A R I A H. Uh, I'm gonna go Corinne. I'm going to go with Ashley. Dave is awarded Ashley. one point. That's bonkers. This, this is bonk. random, and that's the tastemaker. Those mm-hmm. are the tastemakers that go good. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. School bully. Blank is the school bully. He's incredibly vain and wears extremely tight clothes. Now, this name has oh. a, a, a way it sounds, so I have to tell you that, and then you have to try to guess. So, way it sounds. Blank, blank, the man, man. Blank, blank, the man, man? The two blanks are the same. Mm-hmm. And the choices reflect that regardless, but blank, blank, the man, man. Okay, so it's okay. either Stan, Stan, the van, the man, man, Van, Van, the man, man, or Ran, Ran, the man, man. Ran, Ran, the man, man. The man, man. The man, man. Stan, Ran, Stan, Stan, or the van? man, man. Van, Van, the man, man, or Ran, I'm, Ran, the man, man. I'm gonna go Van. Okay. See, I'm gonna, I'm doubling up on that. I'm going right. Van as well. You're both correct because I could not yeah. figure out how to stupidly. I just, that just I, I, sounded. I, I right. know. <laughs> I was like, this is the only good one, and it's the right one. Yeah. True story. Main character of Final Fantasy XII, Van. Uh, gosh, should I play that game? Tell me. Yes, and I'll just play. I gotta say, I didn't hate it. Okay, that's not exactly. All right, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> uh, all right, so the scoreboard right now is Dave two, Mark one. We mm. have. Uh, one Seven left. in total, so. Okay. okay. <laughs> naive child. <laughs> Sorry, I love this child. Blank <laughs> is a naive child who somehow attends the school. No one knows why or how he's allowed to take classes. The choices are Pop, Stuart, or Billy. Pop, Stuart, or Billy. Billy. I'll go... It's not Pop. I'm going to go Stuart. You're both wrong. Uh, it's pop. pop. It's pop. 
because he Pop reads his corn name. chicken. He needs oh. his. Re- he reads his name. His name is actually Bob, but he reads it upside down. What? He's but a kid. It's his name. It's, a kid. it's his name. He's a kid. It's his name. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he like four? This is. He's a, ki- a naive child. You should have came up. You should have came up with names that were all able to be spelled upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that that would take me way too long. Whereas, like, what did they call that? When it's the same forward and backwards. This, Power, this might be my favorite uh, palindrome. Uh, palindrome. That's it. So, still but, a it's, but it's not a palindrome. It's it's vertical. <laughs> it's a vertical palindrome. All it's right, a so vertical palindrome. Two to one still. Dave in the lead. Mm. But not by much. Not the by next much. one is a master chef, also a corgi. An actual dog that teaches classes at the school. Is it corgi? The head instructor and CEO of the University of Cooking School Academy of Learning. He's a corgi and a master chef. Legit. <laughs> the choices are Fido, Nugget, or Sprinkles. Uh, gotta be Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Once again, you guys both got it right. Yeah, we, we <laughs> know you're not. You're not gonna throw Sprinkles out there and then not have it be Sprinkles. I said Nugget. It's a chicken game. No, no I, I'm 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 proud that of your Nugget. <laughs> Thanks, but, man. It was definitely step- wasn't Fido, though. It was, that was, there's no way it was yeah, Fido. Oh, I, I should have did another <laughs> we food We sniffed one. this All out. Right. We got it. Two to three. This is getting intense. <sighs> a three to two. Dave, you're just barely mm. hanging on. Two more. Mm. We have a, the robot student, of course. Blank is a well-loved student at the academy. He's also a literal industrial pressure cooker that has sentience. He speaks mm. only in mechanical worrying. He reminds me of Makazawa from whatever. That's, this is from the website I found this stuff. Uh, right, delete that. Uh, so <laughs> the choices are Gage, Clank, or Ratchet. Ah. Was, so, what was it? Gage? What Gage, was the second one? Gage, Clank, or Ratchet. I'm going to go Gage. I'm going to go Clank. Dave gets the point. <sighs> it's over. It is over, but the last one's the <sighs> best one. The Colonel. He has a first name. The colonel himself is... It's O-S-C-A-R. The colonel himself is basically perfect and the object of your passions. Despite not bringing any proper school supplies, he's well-loved and adored by the student body. His name it's, is Clank. There's Ratchet and Clank and they named him Clank. It's unknown how he's, how old he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The colonel's first See, name Clank is... Clank is the sound it would make when you close the pressure cooker, which is why I chose it. Guys, mm-hmm. we gotta guess the colonel's first name. It's either uh, David, Eustace... Or Harland. I'm gonna go with David because everything is always about David winning and David <laughs> doing things. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Eustace. All right, no, incorrect. Uh, David was, Har- was, was it Harland. It's Harland. Harland's the name of the actual Colonel Sanders. Oh, like historical. You know, you know when we would have? Uh, yeah, that's mm. the guy. Mm. It's Harland. Mm. Okay. All right, well, Dave. Everybody clap for Dave. Dave won tonight's yeah, Dave maker. wins I again. won, and I won the silver monkey. No. Oh. no. Dan, Dan could still Oh, Dan can still... Dan can yeah, still... Don't count me but out. what's yeah. more Dan important is Mark, Mark cannot Mark win. is out of contention. Have you <laughs> won zero entirely? Or? Wait, what? Mark, has mm. it? what's the scoreboard? It's now 3-0-1. Yeah, oh. so if you win the next two, you can tie Dave. If Dave wins... Dave can't win next week, but Who's, if... You, I oh, win. I help him clinch. Well, then you know what? Just throw. <laughs> he, it, uh, I don't know about that, but I, I won't. I won't. I'll. I'll have to make sure. We that gotta sweeten impossible. the pot. We gotta sweeten the pot. We gotta figure it out. That's no, all right. I'm mm. just a loser, and that's just what I am. Wow. Because well, I can't. Anything. I think the robot is called Gage, which would be clever, and not just the name of a robot from another game. Well, you know who's not a loser is once again the listener who has won the chance no, to hear us. They're pretty good. For like an hour. Is this an hour and a half now? I don't even. This is a long box. Well, that's a no. Long. We had a long. We had a long pre-pod. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're here, listener. You're here. Um, and we'll finish around 108-ish. Got it. Nailed it. Wow. Well, listener, if you enjoyed us, let us know on all the usual channels: the SoundClouds, the Spotify's, the iTunes. podcast places of choice. The iTunes is the thing. And you gotta make uh, sure to. You know, like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> um, you could also like, like, comment, subscribe on Twitter. We're, we're Dino underscore Machine. I'm at Macro Craig. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dino Mac. And we have two left on the docket. We got oh Delta God. Rune and Delta we got Rune Sea and of Solitude. 
And Sea oh, of Solitude. I forgot that Both I totally played through Sea of Solitude. Good for me. I have to actually ask you it. Well, I guess that's a podcast. Can't talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, Dave, you have the machine that picks the game for us because this is what Fire it is. Fire up Give the it a, clanking machine that. Check its gauge because it's an original name. Man, if it machine. breaks, get a ratchet. Mm. And it's Sea of Solitude. Oh. oh. <laughs> Debuted at the EA stage. This was the game that that woman, when she came on the stage, was like, this is my soul in a game. Please like it. And everyone was like, oh. And I played it already. I have many mm. thoughts and feelings. I haven't touched it yet. I have emotions towards it. I think it's well, a game. We, we should uh, discuss it. It's a game. It I think a, it's a game. On yeah. a future podcast. I think we'll talk about it in two weeks. That's right. And you'll be here, listener, just like you always are. Same pl- same time, same place. Well, you picked the time, but same we'll be there. <laughs> bat time? Bat, bat time? All right, we're, di- we're dying. Strong finish. We're, we're falling out. <laughs> Good night. Thank you for listening. See you next right. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.